Welcome to another episode of the Golden Archive. Wasn't that a, a cute little intro or whatever? You know, the outros are always the same, but the intros are always different. How have you been? Let me, let's just start there. How have you been? How are your days? How are your months? How are your years? You could be listening to this at any point in time and space in history. And here you are, right? Here we are. Let's do this. So the titles of my pods always write themselves for the most part. I think it'll hit me a bit and I'm like, this is perfect. And I believe that the arena is no different. I think the arena is one of the quickest things. I was like, oh my God, this is everything. And we're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about getting into the arena. I think it's easy to look on the outside. It's easy to judge and point fingers. We've all been, or I'm presuming, We've all been on both sides of the fence. Either you've had to get into the arena or you're watching on the outside of the arena or perhaps you've always been watching on the outside of the arena or maybe you've always been on the inside. But there is one thing I can say for sure. It's it's there is nothing like being in there yourself. I think being a spectator, I think being a critic, I think being an observer is one thing. But being in that battleground or space is just it takes a life of its own and things are happening within the arena that you never presumed could happen right because when you're an observer you're a spectator you you know the seats are comfy it depends where you're sitting right they could be comfy they could be all right maybe you could see maybe you can't see so well maybe you know there's more screaming more yelling perhaps there's more silence and a pensive mode of thought but everyone critiques differently everyone observes differently everyone projects differently some are more mindful than others but if you outside the arena you outside of the arena and there's certain things that can't always be seen or pointed out unless you get in there yourself and it's not for everything it's not for, you know, everything is, um, we could have the argument, everything's relative, you know, it depends on the case. And so we're going to pick a side and the arena doesn't have to be social media. It could be anything. It could be the ability to get on stage, to dance in public, to present that idea or project in a meeting, it, uh, even to execute a business idea or sign up for that thing you've always wanted to do and to truly be in the arena for a period of longevity right because everyone there's the same way that there are people that just spectate there's also the other side of the coin where there's a reason why people just sit in the arena as well right and that can unravel and spiral into hundreds of different conversations and perspectives as well right how so well let me break it down for you there are people they get in the arena for the validation they never had growing up there are some people that get in the arena because it's part of their purpose and their destiny there are some people that get in the arena for the fame or clout so to speak 
there are so many different reasons to get in the arena. It's not always from purity of heart. The same way that you could say being a spectator, because some people are observing, right, to take notes, to go step into their own arena and say, okay, these are my findings of the world, right? On some very pensive, you know, commentary on society type way. So it takes so many different forms. And part of that, right, when when we're really getting into the nitty gritty, because I'm, I'm trying to bullseye this here. I'm trying to get to a point. When we find ourselves in the seat of the spectator and we're watching someone in the arena, right, whether sometimes it's an arena we could never see ourselves be a part of, perhaps it's an arena that we were never gifted at, perhaps it's a, you know, and we're watching that person handle themselves with such grace and heart, right? Because there could be people in the arena and it's like, okay, you know, some could be envious of their clout. And then there's other people that the envy is stemming from their heart and the legacy that they have, right? And it doesn't have to be in front of millions of followers. It does not have to be. It could just be the way that you carry yourself day to day, right? That in itself is an act of stepping into the arena. Like, okay, you know, I'm gonna be myself. I'm gonna sit in my truth. I'm gonna speak my heart on this situation or this conversation. I'm going to set my boundaries. I'm taking accountability, whatever have you. That takes heart. That takes stepping out. And oftentimes the reason for the judgment and jealousy is because we cannot do it ourselves. We deem that, well, you know, I can't carry myself with such heart or self-belief or, you know, people don't look at me the same way when I step into the arena, right? And that's a whole other conversation in of itself it's easier to be negative when you're not in the center of that massive grounds right and in the massive grounds where everything takes place it's easier to be negative it's how the brain has programmed itself to give the illusion of safety and when i'm having this it's not i'm not just speaking right just to say things and just walk away I'm also talking to me too you know this is no way to live if you're already in the ring sit back and enjoy but for the rest of y'all that have everything to say all the time every time you've never stepped foot into the arena you've never padded the sand you've never been on the stage you never took that risk you've never had that light blaring in your eyes, get in the ring. It's becoming a confidence to be in this energy of self-doubt. And I'm not saying it's not a human emotion, but when you build a house and you're beginning to live there, it's becoming, you know, it's it's like taking a dog in the neighborhood like, oh yeah, you know that creepy little mansion, everything's falling apart over there, da, da, da. Like that's some of y'all's homes of self-doubt. And it's not, it's not sustainable. It's not safe for the environment. Like I know you're not happy. Like I know you see this person in the arena having a great time and you're just like in your thing like, oh, I could never do that. Or, you know, how come they can do it and I can't? Because you're living in the creepy old house down the street. Like 
walk outside, touch some grass, let the sun kiss your skin, you know, or the moon, whatever, right? Take a deep breath and, you know, make your way down to the arena. Like this is, this form of confusion, like I'm, it's becoming a little bit played out. It is, it is. You know exactly what you need to do. I'll tell you what happened. When you spend so much time condemning others, by byproduct, you're condemning yourself. Because if we're really gonna play this spiritual scientific route, we're gonna take this route and you're gonna walk with me for a little bit, we could say that the reality on the outside is completely, or for the most part, dependent on our energetic, what we're putting out energetically, right? We've spoken about energy before, we've spoken about attraction, we've spoken, these conversations we've had before, right? The energy you put out is the energy you give back, and so if you're putting the energy of condemnation back, that's the energy you're going to get back, that's the energy you're going to see in your reality, because you may be saying these things, you may be feeling these emotions or et cetera, but they're in the arena, you know, you are not the only person, right? They've got loved ones in the corner cheering them on. They've got, you know, best friends that, you know, show up to every performance. They have, you, you are not the only spectator here, you know? Some people, they're really good at not noticing that or using this energy as motivation. So... It's not even about right or wrong. Let's be mature here, Margaret, okay? Let's, I'm talking about someone doing their thing in the peanut gallery sitting around with everything to say. If your friends are the peanut gallery, you gotta get new friends. Or perhaps it's time for you to parent yourself and give yourself everything you didn't receive everything you didn't you know it, that's a whole other see the little roots we could don't go down but nonetheless solutions solutions if you're already out right these are things that happen when you get in the arena when you're already out there doing the thing sometimes it's like oh my god i didn't bring this extra thing out here this thing is important so you gotta look around and be like okay what can i build on stage what can i do right now what can i you know what i mean i could step off stage for like five seconds to go get it or i could innovate on the spot and create something that's you know super fresh and new and it could go so many ways it's beginning to be a point where i look back i'm like am i gonna get back yesterday is tomorrow guaranteed for me are we guaranteed tomorrow? I didn't know. You know, sometimes we are the core of our self-sabotage. And that's something to take account of. Sometimes the self-sabotage is the depression and the social anxiety. Sometimes the truth is a bitter pill that needs to be swallowed. Sometimes it's in that arena that holds your truth. Sometimes it's not even the monster. It's you. The boogeyman under the bed, that's you. You know, if you've never fallen in love and you have everything negative to say about love, you know, go open your heart and, you know, go do some shadow work, adopt a garden or an animal or volunteer someplace. Go learn to love yourself. Go learn to volunteer. Go learn to help people. Go spend time with yourself. I'm not talking about a car or the facial. Go, med go spend time with you. Go meditate. Go apologize to yourself and mean it. Go mean what you say and what you do. Become a person that can hold on to their word, that can hold on to their boundaries, 
You say something and you mean it. Go live, go live your life with heart, with courage, with passion, with inner peace. Go have an ego death, damn it. <laughs> like, you know, go develop some compassion. Go get some confidence from inside, from within. You know, it's, it's becoming tiring hearing bomb ideas and incredible propositions and seeing zero alchemization. Some of y'all are robbing the human race of something absolutely incredible, of something that is needed, of something that could change history, change the fabric of culture, of art, of science, of, you know, just the way people in your personal life could operate from a different space, from a space of love, a space of the heart. The change we're often looking for is something that we must take on. We are walking and breathing history every single day. It's the people that are the most scared, the most worried about the opinions of others, that have the next Pulitzer Prizes in novels, that have the next storybook, the next podcast, the next holistic practice, the next fashion line, the next lifestyle brand, the next children's book series, the next blockbuster film, the next language app. It Like, all of it is so possible. And this is the time to do it right now. And I think it just, it's, now I'm thinking about it. It's reminding me of this one time someone came up to me like, how do you do it? How do you get this done? How are you in the arena? And honestly, this is for my own sake. I'm, I'm speaking for me. I just, I didn't want to be pathetic. I just don't want that. I don't want to look back on my life and say, you know... I didn't try to be better. I didn't try to evolve. I didn't try to learn from my mistakes. I didn't try for myself. You know, I didn't move with my heart. I don't ever want to look at myself and say, damn, you really, you really robbed yourself of that experience, huh? You really robbed yourself of being friends with this cool new person or trying this complete different route out and not just just trusting in it like a like a child right you robbed your own shot at something new of something fresh of something healthy you really robbed yourself of a new beginning and experience like congratulations right like I don't want to live this way and I'm not saying that sometimes we don't need a break or to step out of the arena or get perspective I'm not saying that not not at all but you know I'm mainly talking to people that never stepped in in a day in their life. And you may have some of the coolest things that just need to be seen. Let's be honest or need to be shared. Or, you know, perhaps it's the way you help people. Perhaps it's your heart. Perhaps, you know, like it doesn't always have to be like, you know, maybe you could create incredible candles full of essential oils that, you know, give people peace, right? It could be anything, anything, anything. And it doesn't have to be made for profit. Or it could be made for profit. It could just, it's so happy to make profit. Or, I don't know, but it's so sad. You know, I believe that through time, through a lot of self-reflection and thinking, and a part of self-love and confidence is showing up for yourself. It's stepping into that ring and recognizing it's not about the people on the outskirts. Even if they're cheering for you, even if they booing you. That person sitting in the stands that will be there the whole time 
is me. And sometimes when I look into the stands and I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking because there's a time I used to look for certain people. I'd look for certain faces. Little did I know when I'd look over, they'd be cheering, right? And then when I'd probably look away and be doing my thing in the arena, there were probably, you know, some of the spectators booing. And, you know, perhaps the ones that I didn't really notice or recognize their faces are the ones cheering loudest for me. Or perhaps the ones I've never even been in the same room as. All of these things. But through a lot of self-reflection and sitting down and thinking, the more that you heal the self... The more when you're looking out into those stands, you're looking for yourself. And lately, the self has been looking like my inner child, just kind of sitting there in the stance, you know, with her little hands clasped together, just kind of watching with hopeful eyes. Like, that's what I see now. And I can't let her down, right? I can't let myself down. So, haters, no haters spectators critics or no critics it doesn't really I don't really it doesn't really matter to me at this point because I'm looking at this baby self and she's really adorable and she's really cute and she deserves everything everything she wants everything that's good for her everything she needs Right, I it's becoming a point though. Like I don't have time to sit around and act like I'm not about to go kill this dance class. Even if I feel like, oh my god, like I kind of want to stand in the back or whatever. It's been so long, but you know, I'm t- whatever. Right, at least you showed up. There's like little things we used to say in our culture and society, like you know, like in American media and stuff. You know, things we don't get no more. But like, look on the bright side. Right now, it's like kind of sarcastic. Like, look on the bright side. At least, you know, your whole life and your cows didn't collapse on top of you. Like, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like, this this culture of self-deprecation, this culture of self-doubt, this culture, if it's not serving anyone in a positive way, it's not serving anyone in a healthy growth mindset kind of way. And not in terms of, like, I'm not saying any of this to serve the external. Oh my gosh. I'm not saying this to serve capitalism or serve the, like, No, I'm saying this to serve your heart, to serve your soul. Like, this is what this is about. The arena isn't about anybody else but you. It's about fulfilling your heart. It's about fulfilling your soul, your purpose, yourself. Not the external purpose, but the one that's just sitting in your heart. That's what this is about, okay? That's this, uh, perhaps is what's different than the, you know, you know, get out there, do what needs to be done, hustle. Like, I'm not saying all of that. You know, I'm not, this isn't what this is about. (laughs) It's not. It's core-based. It's heart-based. That's what we're on right now. That's the frequency. That's the vibration we're on. That's what I'm trying to get us to be, you know? We can talk about the not caring. We can get into that more. I've I've actually really liked that one. Not everyone's going to make it into the arena. I can have this conversation right now. And for some people, it's not going to click. It's not going to click. And that's okay. That's fine. Like, it's all right. Maybe this is not the lifetime to get into the arena. Perhaps it's going to be another lifetime. I don't know. It's not It's not my business, right? It's not my business. I can only recommend from my heart. I can only speak from my heart. I can't speak from anywhere else. You know, some people are meant to be motivation. It's the truth. 
I know. Like, listen, if I had a little sound bite like I used to on YouTube, I'd put in the boo. You know, it's okay. It's fine. I got to speak my truth, though. I got to speak for... Some people are meant to be motivation. They're meant to sit there in the stands, you know. Everyone, the t-shirts with, you know, your face on it and everything. We screaming and, ah, boo, you suck. You, you know, that's awful, da, 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 you know. Whatever. It's not shade, though. It's not shade. It's honesty. It's honest. Could you phrase that in a different way? I could, but why would I? Why would I sugarcoat? I've been sugarcoating my whole life. I don't want to sugarcoat anymore. I want to be, you know, like I wasn't raised with a with a mom that sugarcoated things. I picked that up from American assimilation and look at the state of the society now. Come on now, get into it. And on that same note, some people are meant to be the karmic cycle that pushes you to the next chapter of your life to add more truth into the pile. No one that's actually out here living their truth are sitting around being miserable. You know what I love? I think to myself, you know, I don't really believe that I'm going to hear all of this external sound so early in the morning. <laughs> so early in the morning when I get up and then, you know, I hear it when I'm I'm playing this back and doing my best to edit some of it out for everyone's listening experience. But you know, so be it, so be it, so be it. It's real, it's honest, it's here. You know, I'm not in a booth, I'm not in a studio or anything. Like, here, take it or leave it. But yes, as I was saying, no one that's actually out here living their truth is sitting around being miserable. They're in their lane, so to speak. No one that's truly happy is out here making others miserable. To live a life of purpose requires accountability and self-actualization. And it's not always easy. I mean, you can make it look easy, right? You're in the arena. Eventually, grace sets in, right? You know, the more you dance and film yourself dancing and have an incredible mentor or teacher that gives you honest feedback hey you could your lines could be more graceful you could point your foot more you could stretch a bit more you could you know refine this movement it could be you you could take dance and substitute it with writing you could substitute it with you know candle making glass making you know whatever 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 have you it develops grace develops with time that's why that's why people watching from the sidelines it could be difficult especially if they've never my thing is when they've never been in the arena to begin with right and perhaps you've always been scared or doubted yourself and and you know that's my whole thing about the whole conversation revolving around never stepping into the arena before because from the outside looking in, you oh, they're so graceful. Oh, it looks like they have it all figured out and together and et cetera. And it's just like, no, that's why you need to get in the arena yourself. Because then you're going to be like, oh, yeah, none of us know what we're doing. <laughs> none of us know what we're doing. None of us have, like, we don't have a roadmap on what we're doing. We're just kind of trusting it, kind of forging this path ourselves. And so this grace whether it's this performance in the center of the arena, whether it's moving with your heart or speaking with your truth or, you know, all of these things, the more you do it, the more you're in the arena, it kind of becomes like second nature. 
So when people on the outside of the arena, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like they're not even authentic anymore. It's not even like they're not real. No, when you're in there for so long, it's kind of like, you know, you you learn to perform. And it doesn't mean that the person is less authentic. It doesn't mean that they're not. It just means that with time you develop grace. And when you're not practicing in your own arena, and that's just grace. It's time, it's patience, it's elegance, it's and perseverance and make strength look good on people the way that you know someone carries themselves you're like ah this person's been in the arena you can see it the way they speak the way they address people the way they you know what i mean someone that's in the arena with heart it's not arrogance you know just confidence that's what it is they're being confident it's not them being inauthentic it's just them learning how to move with elegance But it seems that way because you're watching from the outside projecting onto them. See, and the longer you're sitting in the stands and you're not cheering them on and you're not genuinely happy for people and you're just doubting and condemning, etc., it just weighs heavier on your own spirit. There's no way it can. And so that's why when it's time, perhaps you're like, okay, I'm ready to do this thing. I'm ready to, it might feel a little sludgy. Perhaps it's time, you know, to look back on yourself like, hmm, what are the ways I was judging everybody else before, you know, it was my turn to step into the arena, before it was my turn to step up here and be seen and looked at and ridiculed and judged and even in some other instances cheered on for. All those things, like that requires a level of self-reflection in and of itself because, you know, that's why some people struggle with starting. Yeah, you've been spending years in the stands booing other people. In all technicality, you've been booing yourself. If we're looking at it from an energetic, spiritual standpoint, right? If we're all mirroring each other and all a reflection of, you know, the reality, the energetic reality that we sit at. You know, I know I fall down and I get back up every time. That's something else that comes with grace. I have my ancestors backing me. I have protection like the human eyes cannot detect backing me. But most of all, you feel it and hear it in my voice. You see it in my videos. Even the old ones. You're connecting with it every time you engage with me through time and space in a medium of sorts. Because this is energy. So confidence is truly coming from recognizing self and all the incredible things that you're capable of, the things that you're great at, the things that you're good at. Your kindness, your heart, the way you make art, the way you push past your anxiety, the way you make it look easy, the way you help other people, the way you share with others, your rarity, your soul, the way you're genuinely happy for other people, the way your spirit is rich, the way you don't discriminate, and you see people's souls or lack thereof, those things are what breed confidence, that inner knowing. But another side effect that happens with being in the ring for so long is that instead of acting like you don't care or kind of learning not to look in certain directions, it happens naturally because you fall into the natural rhythm of the thing you're enjoying to do, right? Don't get in the ring if you don't like doing what you're doing. 
or if it's not going to challenge and elevate you in a healthy manner. I hope that makes sense, right? You know, I'm not talking about cloud chasing. I'm not talking about fame or fortune. I'm talking about keeping this planet in orbit. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the positive impact. I'm talking about helping other people. About being an example. Being, you know, the, the very thing that perhaps you needed. And you didn't get to see. Or have. Or hold. I'm talking about living in your truth and encouraging others through your own action to do the same. We need that. We need it. We need more heart out here. (laughs) We need the poetry, the books, the information, the TikToks, the polyglots, the dancers, the artists, the mothers, the fathers, the guardians, the warriors, the scientists, the holistic healers, the psychics, the truth speakers, even if it's unpopular, even if it's going against what's been broadcasted, going against, you know, what trauma or wounds or hardships that or environments that you've been raised around, even if it takes time to, you know, work through self and heal self, why? Because doing the right thing, being a good, healthy example will always be good for the spirit and will always be a helping hand for other people. It's fascinating. This has been the arena Once again, as I've said, you know, if you've never been in the arena, it's time to get your butt in the arena. Time to move with some heart, with some spirit. You know what I mean? Take your time, you know, but don't take too much time. It's kind of, it kind of, it kind of helps if you throw yourself in there, you know, kind of toss yourself in there. It, It really does. But honestly, truthfully, that's, I believe that's about it. That's all I have. God for you. So as per usual, it's been real. Take care of your spirit being in essence. Good luck.